Good afternoon, Canadians, and good morning to our friends out west. Hi, this is your Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, and you're here to listen to Just Talking with JT. Now, before I get started with this podcast, I'd like to reaffirm to all Canadians our commitment to the collaboration and coordination between my government and respective provincial governments in addressing COVID-19. But you didn't come here to hear about that, did you? You came here to hear about François Legault. To my left, I have producer Maggie Gorbecki. Maggie, how are you? Good, Justin, as always. Maggie is a very talented, very courageous and very intelligent woman who has been a CBC producer here for numerous years. Isn't that right, Maggie? That's right. Thanks for the shout out. And uh, before we introduce François Legault, bonjour, Canadien. J'aimerais confirmer notre entretien de continuer la collaboration et coordination de nos gouvernements respectueux en adressant COVID-19. Mais avant cela, j'aimerais présenter votre ministre, François Legault. François, how are you? Justin, I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm doing very good. I'm happy to be here. And, uh, you know, it's the first time I do something like this. So uh, I hope, uh, you know, for you and the listener that it's, uh, you know, it's, ça va bien aller. Ça va bien aller, indeed. And I've noticed Ça va bien aller. Great. <laughs> to, to uh, put stress on that point to everyone out there no you know it's 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 good that we can you know come together in these times and if we can all agree that things is going to get better then that's what i want to hear i think we can all agree that with the co coordinated support of all canadians things will get better Monsieur Legault. And I'm noticing that you're looking very, very fresh. You're looking very, very uh, happy. You're, you're at home, are you? That's, that's correct. You know, at first, uh, like I said, I never did one of these before, a podcast. So I thought that we would be on camera going out to TV. So I made sure to take a nice shave, a shower before. And then my wife, she let me know what a podcast is. So for now, I put my jogging pants back on and I just know that's just a joke. But uh, thank you, Justin. Uh, you always you never uh, you never cease to not look good. So, well, thanks. I'm also at home myself, uh, relaxing on my couch in my basement. Um, and one thing that I've noticed, Francois, is You've got some rock music posters behind you and uh, you're wearing what seems to be an earring. Is this a new look that you're going? Uh... Well, you know, uh, of course, it's, uh, you know, uh, we record uh, around the Halloween season. So uh, I'm going to be taking my kids out to trick or treat. And uh, they tell me, uh, Papa, Papa. On veut que tu déguises, so I put a costume on. Tonight I'm going as a uh, 
Eric Lapointe, <laughs> so I'm gonna be, uh, yeah, from uh, from uh, the ro- the rock scene of the '90s. So, well, congratulations! It looks like a spitting image. Uh, actually, I'm taking my kids out uh, for uh, Halloween themselves. They're mm. big fans of uh, Minecraft. Are you familiar oh, with that ooh, game? Yeah, I hear about. My my two little boys they play video games so I uh, I I don't know too much but I try to uh, you know become involved in their interests. I'm I, I'm the same as you, Francois. I'm not really a video game uh, person myself. The last video game that I played was actually Grand Theft Auto back in the day. Do you remember that one? You know I I, I don't know too much about uh, les jeux vidéo. Oui. But uh, I remember hearing about this game where you have to, uh, I think you steal cars and uh, kill people. I mean, it's not uh, one of those. I, when I was growing up, the video games, were, you know, it was not uh, the same type of game. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, the most, the most exciting game is when you play Pac-Man. Of course, Pac-Man. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, th- this brings us up to a very interesting um, political and economic progression that the Quebec government has seen over the past couple of years, the explosion of the video game industry in Quebec, particularly in Montreal. Yeah. I wanted to take the time uh, de vous saluer et de vous uh, offrir mes félicitations à pouvoir uh, agrandir et accroître le, l'industrie des jeux vidéo uh, au Québec. Well, merci beaucoup, Justin. C'est bien apprécié. Uh, you know, the province of Quebec is a hub for so many industries and we are excited, on est fiers, that video games can become part of the culture of Quebec. Fellas, our, our Twitter feed is blowing up right now. People are loving hearing that you oh. used to play video games. Mm. And I'm getting a lot of questions. Um, they feel they're this is very relatable. And if you don't mind me interjecting, I have a bunch of questions asking what other things you might do on your off time that people don't really know about, especially some of the younger generation, um, that they might be able to relate more to you fellas outside of your political careers. Well, uh, one of the things that I'm a big fan of is uh, cosplay, um, dressing up as various characters or individuals. And now in the modern time, in 2020, uh, there is a line which uh, cannot be passed when you're doing a dress uh, in order to uh, respect uh, all peoples and cultures and things of that nature. But uh, I was a big fan of this and, uh, of course, uh, medieval uh, warfare. Um, uh, actually, in Montreal, which is a, a city I've spent a lot of time in, if you go to the Tam Tams, there were always a, a group of individuals in in armor and swords and maces and morning stars and catapults. And that was something that always uh, really fascinated me, given my interest in medieval history. And uh, me, I collect pennies. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Thanks, fellas. Um, And you know, the the thing is, it's, uh, it's not easy to find pennies anymore, you know? 
they they get take out of circulation. I understand for a collector like me, it uh, you know it it it's uh, make life hard. But you know it uh, I I like uh, the hunt. I like to search. So when you find one you don't have, it's uh, you know it's nice. You know, also <laughs> not only that, but collecting pennies actually is something that. I don't think the government of Quebec really needs to do anymore because mm. with the new economic plan that we are progressing after COVID-19, I believe Quebec will be in a unique position where it will have quarters, it'll have dollars, it'll have tens of dollars. Pennies will be a thing that I don't want the people of Quebec to worry about. Well, the only Quebecer that I want you to worry about collecting pennies is me. Okay. So if uh, everyone else, they can get the 25 cent, the nickel, dime, bills, send your pennies to me because I, you know, I have a big binder of all type of pennies from the years. I got a jug that I need to go through. It's it, the, the time of COVID is, it gives you time to relax and work on and you pour a glass of wine, get your hands in some pennies, and who knows what you find. Uh, yes, Francois, I was making more of a, a joke and, and also a comment, uh, meaning that I don't want the people of Quebec to to be counting their cents, to be worried about their finances moving right. forward. And, and me too. That's one of the – the people of Quebec are my number one priority – Number two priority would be collecting pennies. Right. So if anyone has any, please don't, uh, you know, you know where to send them. Yes. And uh, Maggie Gorbecki, can you actually give the address? Where can people send these pennies if they'd like to, to Mr. Legault? Oh, yes. They can actually send them to us here at the CBC. Um, of course, at um, 74 René Levesque, Suite 310. And we will then, of course, forward them off Thank to Mr. Legault as we want to keep his privacy. Uh, Mr. Le the only the only thing that I the thing that I wanted to actually just talk about briefly was, Francois, do you ever feel like maybe if you weren't the premier of Quebec, what else would you be doing? Was there something else that really you find a lot of passion in? That's a great life? question, Justin. Yeah, when, when I was just a little boy, my, my mon rêve, it was to be a, a train conductor because my father, one year at Christmas, he gave me a train set. So I play with it. I play a lot with it. And I think one day I'm going to be the person not playing with the train but driving the train. But then, you know, you grow up and you let go of your dream and you find new dreams. So maybe one day if I, uh, I get out of office, maybe I, uh, I try to get a job at Via Rail or something like that. But, you know, of course. Francois, this is actually a perfect segue. Uh, one of the questions I have in um, from one of our listeners, Sam from Ottawa, says you co-founded Air Transat. If you had to be a founder of another mode of transportation, what would it be? And I'm dying to hear, based on your train story, if perhaps it would be a rail of some kind. I, I, I'm going to say something that people, they might not like, but 
in 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 Montreal, they they they're gonna take away the horse drawn carriage. <gasps> Me, I like. It's the first time I took my uh, my my wife before she was my wife on a date. We take. I love a good carriage. Ladies like a good carriage. Exactly. You get into the back. You have a a blanket. The the man or the woman who conduct the horse. They they ask you where you're gonna go. The clip clop clip clop. Very romantic. Hey, okay, you understand. Okay, Uh, so. This is going to be one of those things that unfortunately is going to go away because, you know, oh. years ago, uh, uh, horse would uh, fall over and die in the old port of Montreal. It's yeah. not good. But to me, it's, it's more of a problem with the owner. So mm. if I could, you know, be in charge of a different type of transportation, you know, I, I, I would I maybe add more horses to the city. Not just the city. Maybe we see horse on the on the highway. You know, on the on the La Pontchartier. You know, why not? You know. Are you saying we'd see more horse-drawn carriages rather than a decline? Yeah, I, I think that I would if I could. You know, Wonderful. bring more more horses to the city. I would. Yeah, and maybe that would bring more people together. You know what? The romance could be. Uh, off the chart, you know, people, they, they, you know, they take a little dinner. Maybe they have a drink. They, they jump into the carriage. Who knows what beautiful. happened? Exactly. You understand. That's beautiful. Well, well, Fr- Francois, one of the things that um, you've received quite a bit of criticism over the past mm-hmm. week or two was uh, you mentioned just now how you wanted to bring more horses into the city, but you did make a very generous donation of $1.5 million to the Montreal Equestrian College, which a lot of people felt was perhaps inappropriate during COVID-19. Well, you know, I want to support local business, local initiative, and that's not the only thing I'm going to give, you know, a a donation to. There's all types of things that we're going to do. But right now, you know, I think it's uh, a good opportunity to not look just in a, uh, come on, in a narrow scope. It's important to get big with it, look around, left, right, up, down, you know. So, uh, you know, we, we do what we do, what we do, and we hope for the best. And if people don't, that's okay, you know, they're allowed to not like stuff I don't like, but that's okay. I mean, there's stuff that neither of us like, but that we have to support in these trying mm-hmm. times. That of, leads me actually to, oh, I'm sorry, you no, go ahead. No, please, Maggie, I would never interrupt a <laughs> professional woman like yourself. Uh, just a, another quick question. Um, a lot of people are wondering now that cannabis is legal. Um, mm. And speaking of things that you need to support that maybe you don't like, um, I, there's a lot of curiosity on where you personally stand with that. Um, and if you partake from time to time. Okay. So this is a, it's a, it's a good question. When it become legal in Quebec recently, we up the, the age where you can buy to 21. Now for right. me, it's one of those things that I don't do. 
It's not, it's not, like I said, you know, I like to have a beer, a glass of wine. You know, the, the most drug I take is a Motrin when my back starts to hurt. So Don't we all, Francois? Okay, okay. So I'm not the only one here. But I don't want to judge people that, uh, you know, they participate in, in smoking uh, pot. But it's important to understand that it is a substance that can alter people's mind or their behavior. So we have to monitor it in, in an appropriate way. Of course, it's good for the economy. So it's a balance. You try to find a balance, and I think we find it in Quebec. Well said. Well um, said. As for... Oh, yeah, I just hope they don't regulate Motrin because, you know, I don't have a good back. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny for us, so I... Thank you, no, hey, thank you. <laughs> I'd like to clarify that there are no plans at the federal level to uh, regulate Motrin. Um, it'll be just as available as it always was. Oh, you've got my vote now, Justin. <laughs> hey, I, you vote for me if I vote for you. Okay, a little, uh, okay, you scratch me, I scratch you. Okay. <laughs> That's it, yeah. As for cannabis, uh, it's a very delicate situation mm. because... Uh, I agree that it is uh, a drug that can have moderate to long-lasting psychoactive effects on certain individuals. However, the realities of the COVID-19 pandemic have made it so that the economy will need to um, balance something of the effects of this. So we're actually discussing the possibilities of making marijuana even more accessible and lowering uh, the legal age of consumption to nine. So children from nine years old and up will be able to purchase marijuana. SQDCs will be made as accessible as SAQs in Quebec. And hopefully that will offset some of the, uh, uh, the financial difficulties that we have experienced at the federal level in 2020. Well, you know, this is going to be a thing we're going to look at, uh, going to look closely. We're going to, you know, talk to specialists. Uh, for me, it's not one of those things I, uh, I think is appropriate, but you know, it's everything is, uh, you know, worth, worth a look to examine, you know, everything it's is definitely a controversial issue for sure. That's it. And, and, but it's just one of many industries that is almost certainly going to experience a radical transformation over the next year or two in order to help Canadians get back on their feet, uh, particularly the middle class. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's a good point because there's a lot of people that's going to struggle. They struggle now. It's not an easy time. So, When we see ça va bien aller, it's not something that look good on a COVID mask or a poster or, uh, you know, an ad on the Internet. We say it because we mean it. It's not, you know, one of those things that happens overnight. It takes time and effort from uh, people of Quebec and Canada. So, you know, we're going to look into it. Mm -hmm. Ça va bien aller, which is the future, by the way. It's not, it's, it. it's not the present. It's not ça va. 
So in the future, yeah, things will go. It, uh, you know, like we say, it's going to be good. That's what we're saying. <laughs> That's the direct translation, actually. That That's it. It's going to be good. I believe you started putting on uh, stickers and mailing out to folks as a English option. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's going to be good, everyone. Um, one of the main groups of Canadians that I'm really looking to supporting moving forward are uh, artists, particularly artists in uh, live fields. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed in Montreal when I was uh, at school there was uh, attending improv shows particularly. And uh, I wanted to know what were the initiatives that the Quebec government would be introducing in order to help uh, support comics and comedians, particularly improvisers, get back yeah, to well, stages? So we, we got a big priority list of all the arts. We have the art and culture minister who put a big list together and we start to prioritize what, what we're going to focus on, what is important. And right now, I, I, I'm going to be honest, Ampro is not at the top of the list. For me, I want to get the, the, the musicians and the bands who perform at the Cabana Sucre. Right now, we think that what brings people together, you know, is a nice meal. A, a fun time where people they get to listen to music and dance and the cabana suc industry is local it's ingrained in the culture of the province so we think that bringing those two things together is going to be nice so we want to have the live music back at the cabana suc And how would you how would you respond to critics who uh, claim mm -hmm. that while music is something that can be found mm -hmm. in sugar yeah. shacks across Quebec and in Ontario, yeah. uh, a nice meal is not something that is possible to find in any cabana sucre whatsoever? Well, you know, okay, like we say, some of the best meal I have is at a cabana sucre. You know, you get les oeufs. Jambon, soup au pois, bacon, sausage, and then you take maple syrup and you just pour, pour, pour. It's, uh, you know, it's where breakfast meets lunch meets dinner meets dessert. So, and it, like I said, it's part of the culture. Okay. So people to understand that we have to find a way, you know, to support local. And I think that's one of those ways. And you do that with uh, some nice music in the background, a line dance. Hmm. I see. I see. I love a good line dance. Well, maybe one day we see each other at the Cabana Suc. We do empty dance. Oh, that would be lovely. The day we can all meet again, share a meal in a group, mm -hmm. listen to I'm music. Nice I mean, That's that's what I'm looking forward to. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You know, that's another great slogan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> gonna be good. I like that. I um, I admit that I, it's been very, very difficult for me to convince uh, other members of the Liberal Party to 
prioritize improvisers as the, uh, the key artistic community that needs to be supported moving forward? Well, you know, it's, it's tough because they don't do script. So we have to support the artists who do, you know, preparation, you know, mm -hmm. it, you go to a show like that, you get there. It's awkward, you know, uh, not too many people in the crowd. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's, uh, you know, no costume. Right. I like something that feels like a, you know, a production. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be one of those things. We, we're going to look at it. Of course, we're going to look, but it's going to take time. It'll take time. And, and, and clearly right now, the government is looking more towards uh, the federal government, that is. Looking more towards a uh, low hanging fruit. Um, and the reality is that the customers and uh, people who appreciate the arts, such as opera, um, have a lot more disposable income than people who watch live improv shows. So, as a way to help uh, reboot the economy, opera is something that actually we're going to focus on a lot. Uh, live music for big uh, arenas like uh, the Bell Center. And, that sounds uh, good. I like that. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll get Eric Lapointe to do uh, the first show at the Bell okay, Center. Don't get me too excited. You know, I don't want to. It's been, uh, you know, it's been many years since I put on a pair of jeans. So uh, you can pay your ticket with pennies. Oh, well, no, I, okay. I don't give my pennies away. You know, I hold on to those for the, you know, the collection. So, uh, okay. Well, but I have a question coming in from Lori Scanlon from Thunder Bay asking about who your favorite musicians were growing up that influenced either of you. Mm, Rage Against the Machine. Was a band that I was quite into uh, in my younger years. I was uh, I listened to that first record endlessly. I was reading the Motorcycle Diaries, um, Jack Kerouac books. I, I was I was living the high life as a 16, 17, 18 year old. So that was a record that uh, really really spoke to me. Uh, in for music, for me, my no, is still my number one is a rock band called Harmonium, a Quebec band. Who uh, you know the music it speaks to you through the the record player. So for me, the one band of all time is Harmonium. Great. I've never heard of them, but that's that's great. I'm no. sure a lot of people looking it's, them up. It's a, you, of course, you know, the, the, the sales, uh, the chart will go up after this go out. So yeah, Harmonium is the uh, top of the chart for me. I'll, I'll definitely be checking them out and adding them to a playlist. Oh, let me know what you think. Okay. Great. Maggie, what's one of the, the records that you liked a lot when you were younger? Oh, geez. You know, I grew up in a home where there was a lot of old jazz and blues. So I got to say, I was very uh, influenced by some Aretha Franklin, mm. um, Billie Holiday and whatnot. So a bit of an, an old school uh, influence for me. Are you saddened to hear, and this actually maybe follows into our conversation, our prior conversation about supporting the arts, 
that the Jazz Festival of Montreal is likely to be canceled for the next two or three years, Mr. Very Rigo? sad. Well, you know, it's a, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow because it's, for the city of Montreal, it's an important event, a time of year. It's summer. People are going out. They're enjoying themselves. And culturally, we bring artists from all over the world to the city. It shines a nice light on Montreal. So to not be able to do that this year, maybe next year, maybe two more years, it's a it's not something I'm happy about, but we hope that things will improve and we are going to be able to, you know, get a nice taco at a truck at uh, Le Quartier des Spectacles, enjoy the music and have fun together, you know? Unfortunately, regarding tacos, that is a food that we're uh, thinking of phasing out in Canada at the federal level. All foods that Ooh. must be eaten by hands, tacos, hot dogs, uh, various finger foods. Justin, you know, I don't see eye to eye with you on this one. And, you know, the people of Quebec, they're not going to see eye to eye either. So, uh, you know, if we can't have our cul de castor, it's going to be, uh, it won't be nice. It won't be nice. But this is, again, one of the sacrifices that I know Canadians can and, and perhaps will have to make. Um, this is something that our top scientists have already been exploring the possibility of. All food moving forward may have to be food that can exclusively be eaten with a soup or a fork and knife. Now, Justin, to clarify, is this just if restaurants reopen as opposed to people being able to cook tacos and hot dogs for themselves in their own homes? Hopefully we can. Uh, it, it depends on how Canadians act over the next month. And depending on how we've been long. You know, we, we have to work together to, to buckle down and relax. You know, no one's happy right now, but hopefully we go back to a time when you can go up to a cameo on the street and get something you can eat with your hands. You know, there's nothing in the summer I love more than food with my hands or my hands get, you know, a bit dirty. That's when you living life, you know. Here, here. Summer is also something that uh, the federal government is uh, looking at uh, exploring further. The possibilities of maybe not having a summer next year, just a prolonged spring and fall. Now, there are many um, scientific and climate reasons for this, but in order to help the climate change issue, which will result certainly after the pandemic, we may have to forego next summer well you know it's uh i never hear of this this is news to me it's uh you know i think we can look at it like there's a you know a pro and con list the pro is uh you know summer is very hot in quebec con is you know people like to wear summer clothes do summer things go swimming enjoy a nice day at the beach so you know it's uh it's something we're gonna look at 
It's it's yeah, it will have to be. But François, what do you like summer? Do you like just sweating outside, going out to the beach, going out to the well, public pool? It's uh, it's it's a time of year when it's uh, you know it's important to have fun. You have a nice weekend at a chalet. Maybe you take a trip somewhere nice. Maybe you go to, you know, Mont-Tremblant mm-hmm. or maybe uh, Abitibi-Témiscamingue, something like that. You know, you sit at a chalet, you, you sit by the water, you know, so it's hot, but you make the, the best of it like Quebecers always going to do. I love a good cottage in the summer. I know that's something I hope... Uh won't uh, be off the charts in the future. It's for me, the, the, my dream for next summer is you jump into a, a carriage with a horse, you take a nice trip all the way to a chalet and you relax, you know? Oh, you're speaking my language, Francois. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear we're on the same page with this. And maybe a hot dog roast at a bonfire. Okay, don't get me too excited. I don't want to. Uh, you know, I don't want to get up and start dancing. You know, but I will. I will. Hey, Justin, I know this could be taboo talk in the future, but uh, you can't uh, can't shun a girl for the truth. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Good point. It's a good point. It's an excellent point. Um, perhaps Justin, we've been up. You've had me up at your cottage in the past with your family, and you yes, know I'd hate absolutely. to see uh, to see that come to an end. I know your kids love it. Well, I get my invitation. Got lost in the mail. Well, that's uh, that's something that we're. Um, I'll, I'll get back to you on that, Francois. Okay. I do miss it. Um, I'm fully aware of how sad it is for all of us Canadians to forego a lot of the things that uh, we love. Listen, it all depends on how we uh, progress in the next few months. And hopefully next year will be a year full of summer, full of improv comedy. Well, I don't know. (laughs) And full of... Eric Lapointe. This was Just Talking with JT on the CBC Network. Coming up next... Kim's Convenience.